The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. Four years ago, Carson Wentz was a top three quarterback on a per-game basis. Since then, he has been 16th, 14th, and 24th in four-point-per-passing touchdown leagues, 15th, 11th, and 23rd in six-point-per-passing touchdown leagues. He is now a member of the Indianapolis Colts, traded for two picks. Adam Azer with Jamie Eisenberg and Dave Richard. Just a quick announcement, programming announcement, before I bring on the other two and then give you their opinion on, on this trade here. Uh, we just finished recording a year two running back assessment episode. It was a lot of fun, about 55 minutes long. We're going to push that until Friday, so we'll publish that on Friday. This will be your Thursday episode, so if, you're, if you want to hear that running back preview, that's coming up on Friday. All right, Jamie, uh, what do you think? The biggest impact here is to Jalen Hurts. Uh, it has to be, right? But this, who's the second most impacted player, if there is one, by this trade? Not including the obvious answer of Carson Wentz. The Colts, obviously, they have one guy that you're looking at right now because we don't know the status of T.Y. Hilton if he's going to return as a free agent. Uh, if their receiving core is Michael Pittman, Zach Pascal, and Paris Campbell, Carson Wentz is not going to be a very good fantasy quarterback. Uh, he still has a chance to be good if they can hopefully upgrade that position. Uh, also, the tight ends as well. Moali Cox and Trey Burton are potential free agents. So we have to see what they do there. But the thing that's nice about Carson Wentz is he's being reunited with a coach who he knows and a guy who helped resurrect Philip Rivers for what's that for what that's worth if Rivers really needed resurrecting. But he did have a better season in 2020 than he did in 2019 when he switched teams. Uh, but the best thing for Carson Wentz is the offensive line in Indianapolis is great, as we know. And the last time he was behind a good offensive line, he played pretty well uh, with the Eagles. So, you know, getting protection is big for him. But I think you just look at right now, we got to see what the Colts do at the at the receiver spot. But I do think if you're just asking that question, Michael Pittman is a is a winner with this trade because he gets a quarterback that has some semblance of knowing what he's doing. And hopefully Carson Wentz can get back to the level of what he was prior to 2020. He doesn't have to be an MVP guy like he was in 2017, but he just has to be better than he was last year. Right. Obviously, Wentz's value goes up. He's not going to be a backup. He's going to be a starter. But yeah, we're talking about the other players involved in the deal. J Dave, how about you? Is there one player that uh, whose value changes a lot, either knowing that Jalen Hurts is going to be the starting quarterback in Philadelphia and Carson Wentz the starting quarterback in Indianapolis? I, I think it's already been covered. I think the quarterbacks are the ones that move up the most. We'll see what Indianapolis does with their receiving core and with their tight end position. We know that part of the reason why Carson Wentz had success in the past was because he had really good tight ends. I'm not ready to say that Indianapolis's tight end trio, the, the two that Jamie mentioned, plus Jack Doyle, Doyle also could be a cap casualty. Not ready to say that they're about to get a huge boost just because Carson Wentz is there. And I'm not sure they're going to even be the ones who would benefit from Carson Wentz being there. You know, Adam, we can still see, I know that there was the potential of Zach Ertz being thrown in the trade. He's most likely getting cut. He could go sign with the Colts. You know, I mean, he, he still Makes may end the up sense there. In the world. And so, you know, that that's something that you could see because, again, he has a relationship with Frank Reich as well. He clearly has a relationship with Carson Wentz. There's a need. So if they want to go that route, now obviously their, their salary cap changes, and we know that the cap uh, was beneficial. The, the NFL made it beneficial for the, the teams, you know, by uh, increasing the floor. So um, 
you know, teams are able to do a little bit, have a little bit more flexibility with what they're going to do. You know, they thought it was going to be a, a bad situation. It's not going to be as awful as it was. So, uh, you know, the Colts taking on a lot of money clearly with this Wentz uh, addition. But uh, if Zach Ertz wants to, you know, be reunited with a coach and, and a quarterback that he knows, it, it does, as Dave said, make a lot of sense. Yeah, and he is being reunited. So, what's the deal? Can, can, is he? Can he be fixed? You know, can he still be a really good fantasy quarterback? He yes. can. I mean, is he going to be a top 12 guy? I mean, that's the, the, the question. Is he going to be a guy you start on a weekly basis or is he going to be a guy that's used as a bi-week replacement or an injury replacement or just somebody that you're speculating on? I mean, I don't think anybody's drafting Carson Wentz to be a number one quarterback. I have him in one dynasty league with Matthew Stafford and Matt Ryan, and it's a two QB league, essentially super flex league. Um, you know, so I play, I play both those guys. Wentz will be the third guy for me going into the season. You know, will he be a guy that cracks the top two? Uh, we'll find out, but um this 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 is this, it's better than bears in my opinion you know just because of uh the coaching staff and the line and, and all those things but they gotta they gotta give him something else they, they they can't just leave it as it is and say okay we're gonna go out and try and be this tennessee titans run power team and and not have you know capable weapons in the passing game they gotta bring somebody else in to help carson Wentz because again when we've seen him at his best he's had receivers playing well alshon jeffrey was a really good player for him he may not have been a consistent fantasy producer but he was a good player for him zach Ertz was a good player for him i mean you know these guys are are a big reason why carson Wentz was a good fantasy quarterback he doesn't have those guys right now in indianapolis and we're asking a lot of michael pittman and, and paris campbell and zach pascal to be those guys but they've got to make him better first. And I think what we saw last year was a combination of his mechanics breaking down and really bad decision-making that did him in. I, and he's I, getting I, beat up all the time, though. I mean, that's, that's a big part that's of it. That's absolutely part of it. And there's no question that he's upgrading in a major way there. But here are my, here are my favorite stats that I found on Wentz from last year on Pro Football Focus. Uh, he, he was kept clean when he was kept clean in the pocket. He was 40th in adjusted completion rate at 73.8%. That was 40th best in the NFL. He had 10 interceptions versus three interceptions when he was kept clean in 2019. So he's got to do a better job of just making uh, accurate throws. It's as simple as that. And when he had under 2.5 seconds in the pocket, he completed almost 70% of his passes, six touchdowns, five interceptions. Okay, that's nothing horrible. You can think you can fix that. When he had more than two and a half seconds in the pocket, he had a 49% completion rate, 10 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions. 49%. I mean, they did it's throw horrible. the ball. They, it's, it's, they did throw I mean, the ball. They ran the third most vertical routes in the NFL. I mentioned that. that. That's a baffling stat. I don't know how you do that when you have when you have the worst offensive line, arguably, in the NFL. So the completion yeah, percentage is not going to be great is, with those routes. What I'm routes. thinking is the Colts, how the Colts fix them, they're going to start by just having them get rid of the ball quickly and not necessarily have him target downfield a lot. That'll help the tight ends. It would help a slot receiver like Paris Campbell. It'll help a perimeter receiver like Michael Pittman. And you think about how Travis Fulgham came on last year, big physical outside type of receiver. Pittman can be that guy for Carson Wentz, and the protection should be there. If his accuracy improves, he will at least be a, a serviceable bi-week quarterback, streaming quarterback, what have you. And you know what his potential is based on his previous seasons to finish as maybe a top 12 quarterback. Yeah, he, he had been around there the last two seasons, but just not just not good enough. And one year, you know, he, he threw the ball pretty well, but he stopped running. That was after the ACL. Since then, he's gotten back to being a decent rusher. You know, it gives you something there. Um, and also, you know, you talk about his receivers and it's not great right now with what, Indianapolis has, but I would say it, you know, it wasn't really great in Philadelphia. You're talking about 
in four, in his last four years, the Eagles have had one player with more than 846 yards. That was Zach Ertz. Yeah, but they're, it's, they're, it's but they're t- like it's, their tight ends was their leading receiver. You know, basically every year, you got at least with Michael Pittman, you've got the opportunity to have a dynamic wide receiver. Jeffrey was good; he was solid, but. I don't know. I don't think Carson Wentz benefited from great receivers around him. Do you? No, it no. wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. You know what the Bucks just had, or or right. what the Chiefs had. You know, it's not like that. No. But he had a good group around him. I mean, it's not like they were terrible. It's no, better than no. what he's walking into right now. Yeah, yeah. We're going to need to see Pittman take a huge step, which would be nice uh, as a sophomore. Or, or add somebody else. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. there, there's there's potential. Or, there. You know, we saw them last year. They were aggressive on draft day by getting Buckner, and that made a huge difference for their defense. Um, you know, they, they can go out and be aggressive in free agency. They can go out and be aggressive in the draft. We've seen what rookie receivers can do, uh, including Pittman when he had that little stretch of playing at a high level, you know, so, uh, wouldn't surprise me now if T Y Hilton comes back, maybe on a a hometown discount, if he wants to stay in there, stay with the Colts and and see if he can, you know, maybe get a ring because they are going to be a Super Bowl contender as they, as they showed last year, they were a good team. They just didn't get to that next level in the playoffs. So, uh, there's there's a lot to like about the situation for Carson Wentz, but I think as we've sort of illustrated, he's got to play better than he did last year, whether it's a result of him mentally falling apart, physically falling apart, or the things around him falling apart. It's not just the offensive line. I mean, the, the, the receiving core obviously was a disaster. No Jeffrey, Rager not being the, the guy that they hoped and maybe can still get to. That's the, you know, the next part of it, obviously, for Philadelphia. But Ertz missed time. Goddard missed time. Sanders missed time. I mean, it was just everything around him was was a disaster, you know, and Deshaun Jackson missing time, you know. So uh, and, and that's basically two years of that, you know, the end of the 2019 season. We know what they went through and, and what he was able to do to get them to the playoffs. That was on him. He played really well down the stretch in the 2019 season. So there's still there's still something there for Carson Wentz. I don't think, you know, looking at this is he, he's done. He can never, you know, rebound. You have to see it, but there, there's still potential there for him to get to get to it. OK, so. Jared Goff or Carson Wentz? Let me ask you that. Let me see where with the quarterbacks you have ranked around Carson Wentz, or you will now that he's on the Colts. Jared Goff or Wentz? Wentz. Wentz. Is it that that's that easy? I don't know what the list would have to be for Goff to be ahead of Wentz. Like, what's the topic of the list? Bad NFL quarterbacks? Quarterbacks that'll be out of the league by 2023. Is Jared Goff he's that bad? Like, I mean Guys with fewer consonants in their last name? I don't know. Like yeah. Goff will be ahead of Wentz there too. I'm just saying. Well, they have the same. No, Goff is only three consonants, and Wentz is four consonants. Oh, I thought you meant the other way around. Sorry. Uh, Goff was better than Wentz last year. I mean, Wentz was horrible. Yeah, I mean, Goff also is—it's an incomplete because we don't know what's going to happen with their receiving core. I mean, if he—if he doesn't have Galladay and Marvin Jones, yeah. and it's just T.J. Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift, all right, got to take Wentz. So, how about Baker Mayfield or Carson Wentz? I'll take Mayfield right now. I've got Wentz higher. Uh, Matt Ryan. 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 Cousins. 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 Okay. Jalen Hurts, let's go over to the Eagles. I'll take Hurts over one. <laughs> uh, what did you say, Jamie? You got him eighth? Uh, ninth. You know, ninth. he's he's right after Russell Wilson for me. Uh, you know, he's been that way f- since we did our rankings. Um, you know, so I, I, di- I didn't move him. I, this was my expectation was he's going to be the starter. Now, clearly, you have a, uh, a potential of the Eagles if they want to take a quarterback at six, they can. Uh, you know, depending on who's there, if they want to, you know, go a different route with the new head coach. But, um, you know, I, I, I think, again, as we've sort of illustrated uh, over the last couple of shows that we talked about, Dave wasn't a part of the quarterback one with the sophomores. Uh, but 
you know, his rushing ability is, is clearly uh, evident and that sets him apart from, you know, the standstill guys in, in the pocket. Uh, he's going to, I hope improve as, as a passer. I hope instead of taking a quarterback at six, they have the opportunity to take one of those top three receivers, maybe one of the top two guys in, in chase or Smith. And if they do that, I think that makes him that much more attractive. So uh, anytime you get a guy that has a chance to run for north of 500 yards, which I think is going to be something that Hertz does if he stays healthy, I think will be you know close to a 3,500-yard passer, if not more. He could be a top-five fantasy quarterback if those things work in his favor. So Dave's a little lower. He's got him 10th. Heath, by the way, has in his initial run of projections, Jalen Hurts as QB7, Carson Wentz as QB21, I believe. Yeah, QB21. Uh, which second-year wide receiver? Well, Adam, just to let you know, I, I posted a poll. I said I have... Hertz ranked nine, too high, too low, just right. And too high is 60.8%, which I, I expected. Uh, too low is 10.2% and just right, 29%. And it, the point of him, and I moved him up. So I didn't quite, I guess I wasn't believing that Wentz, well, I, I think we knew Wentz was going to be on the move once his name started getting floated around so much in the rumor mill. But it's all about the upside. I'm, I'm not sure he's going to finish as a top 10 fantasy quarterback, but you're taking the chance on him starting in round eight or round nine when the value of the draft pick isn't that high that he can turn out to be, you know, uh, the, the the breakout quarterback of 2021. It's simple. So who's got a better chance of being a year two breakout wide receiver? Jalen Rager, who played four games with um, with Hurts starting, but in week 17 he left with a concussion, I believe, uh, 28% of the snaps. The other three games he had 19 targets. So that's 101 per 16 games. Um, Jalen Rager or Michael Pittman? Who would you give a better chance? Uh, who would you draft first? Pittman. I think in I, I think it's going to be Pittman over Rager because Jamie talked about it. If the Eagles go ahead and take a receiver in round one, which is what they should do, unless they're absolutely in love with a quarterback that's there for them, that'll help Hurts. It'll hurt Rager, and Pittman probably won't have that type of receiver come in to take work away from him. Pittman's got a chance to be the number one receiver for Indianapolis. And does this impact the running backs at all? I don't think so. I mean, you know, we talked about uh, Miles Sanders and what running quarterbacks, you know, have the opportunity to do. Um, you know, I, I think we're obviously split on, on Sanders, but um, again, my expectation was Hurts would be the starter. So, you know, Sanders is, is fine. Taylor, I think, again, uh, is somebody you got to be excited about more so because of the offensive line. I don't know if the the quarterback change, um, whether it's an upgrade slightly or downgrade slightly from what Rivers was a year ago, um, you know, if that's the case. Um, you know, I think Taylor's still got the opportunity to be a top five running back going into the season. If, if, Zach, that way. if Zach Ertz goes to the Colts, which tight end would you rank higher, Goddard or Ertz? Goddard. Goddard. That's an easy one for you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you remember, there, there's still a lot of similarities here. Uh, Frank Sirianni's coming from the Colts, so it's going to be a very similar type of system that they're both complaining. About Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni, excuse me. <laughs> okay. Frank, Frank, I combine them. And uh, <laughs> do you think Carson Wentz will do better than this? 4,169 yards, 24 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. That was Rivers last year. Yes, on the yards. Touchdowns, similar interceptions more. I was going to say no on the yards. Touchdowns, I think he, maybe he can get to like 26 touchdowns. But you got to run more, obviously. At least, you got to figure at least 13 interceptions, almost one per game. 
Okay. Who is going to win the AFC South? Not Houston. No? HQ, CBS Sports HQ posted a poll. Who's who's the best quarterback in the AFC next year? I think it was... uh, In the AFC? AFC South. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For Tannehill. I have to give it to Tannehill. Uh, Week one of the NFL season, who's the best QB in the AFC South? You you got to show Tannehill that respect, right? Right. But what if Watson's still there? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's true. Watson would be... That's why you're asking the question now. (laughs) Oh, all right. Well, that's it for our bonus podcast. And you got Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he's he's, yeah. he's pretty good. Yeah. Well, how about that? Could be some really good quarterbacks there. Uh, so we've we are done. And uh, again, a reminder: sophomore running backs tomorrow, Friday on Fantasy Football Today. Check out Fantasy Football Today in five for a running back free agency preview. Thanks to Dave and Jamie for hopping on. Thanks to all of you for listening. I'm Adam Azer. See you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.